सलाम नमस्ते सच्चाकाल रेडियो जिंदगी 1170 सुन रहे हैं आप ट्यूजडे का दिन है सात बजकर चार मिनट अट्ठारह फरवरी है ऑलरेडी फेब हाँ दैट्स लाइन फॉर दिस होल ईयर आई गैस सो हम शुरू कर रहे हैं कैनेट कॉन्वर्सेशन रेनू डिलन अगर आपने हमें पहले सुना है आपको पता है ह्यो वी टॉक अबाउट थिंग्स दैट मैटर थिंग्स दैट जनरली आर फ्रॉम आर हार्ट एंड नॉट इन्फ्लुएंस बाई एनी अदर थॉट वैसे एक और है इन्फ्लुएंसिंग फोर्स यहाँ पर जो हमारे साथ जुड़ती है हर ट्यूजडे को सेवन टू एंड वी टॉक अबाउट everything under the sun and this week and last week also we had some special kids and when i say special they are special too hamari jo ceo and founder of genius kids who joins us every tuesday ms renu dilan and why are these kids special to you special because i used to teach them how old were they when being happy tuesday happy tuesday aur ye special bacche leke aaye hain hum agar aapko abhi tak nahi pata chala hai to aapko bata de this show is brought to you by genius kids right. these kids are genius kids they were at right. some point genius kids yes. and we are genius kids prodigies absolutely how many preschool to, preschool teachers can brag out there that they can they have a radio show where they bring their own preschool students i'm sure it's a different mm. of course देर देर नो वन लाइक दैट तो अगर आपके पास कोई भी चाइल्ड केयर नीड्स हैं अगर छोटे बच्चे हैं आपके तो यू नो वेर टू सेंड दम जीनियस किड्स ऑनलाइन इज योर वेबसाइट दैट यू वॉन्ट चेक आउट और दे हैव अबाउट थर्टी एट सेंटर्स अक्रॉस बेरा सैक्रोमेंटो एंड ट्रेसी सो विद दैट आपको फिर से वेलकम कर रहे हैं वेलकम एंड हैप्पी ट्यूजडे हाउ आर यू डूंग हैप्पी ट्यूजडे हैप्पी वैलेंटाइंस अभी तो पुराना हो गया विद इट ऑलरेडी Did I do anything special? Of course. How yes, can yes. you not have Valentine's at a preschool? Tons of little cards. I love you. Love you. Chocolates. And there was some uh, strawberry cake that you made also. Oh, you are on my Facebook. Yes, of course. I did that with you. Strawberry shortcake. All right. Was that Valentine's special? Instant pot. Huh? Yes, it was. All yeah. right. Okay. Instant pot recipe. So yeah. you have a lot of specials happening, and you have two special shows as well. Tell us more about it. So the special show we have is, of course, first the Women Empowerment North America, the fourth annual. In actual fact, my guest today was one of the recipients of the Young uh, Female uh, Entrepreneur Awards last year, and so we have that show coming up March the twenty-first at the Fremont Marriott, and this year we are bringing uh, Bipasha Basu. Wow! And I'm ex- very excited to have her, but I'm more excited that she's bringing her cute husband with her. <laughs> of course, I'll be more excited to see him, Mr. Yeah. Karan, All right. on the TV series. So she's coming. So that's going to be great. Supermodel. Um, we're looking forward to that. But my celebration of that evening is really about the young women, and uh, we've had a phenomenal response. We're closing off actually all the applicants tomorrow. We're narrowing them down. We have a great group this year as well. So and hopefully every year this. the show gets even better and then the special thing we're doing on that show is my younger daughter sheena has launched a company called bella uzuri which means beautifully empowered and we're having a fashion show of young bellas little oh, ones wow. ages 2 to 11 and basically the platform is it's actually not even a fashion show it's just uh, empowering the little ones on stage all the little ones have come wearing tiaras and sashes to make them understand right from the beginning that they're already they've already won right. being a woman is a winner and that's a future empowered woman so Wonderful. that's exciting miss bellas and we if you're still interested in that ages 2 to 11 is it auditioning or just anyone no we want to power these little ones so we don't want to judge them so it's just a pl- platform so any mums out there that have these cuties from 2 to 11 you can still uh, call us and genius kids is sponsoring that whole segment over there wow that's exciting yeah wow so yeah. mothers of sons are feeling left out yeah what to do about that well you know it's i think it's time that women uh, have an evening i don't think we need to have one special evening we are already very special Absolutely. but it's nice to have a evening devoted to women totally and then uh, june the 28th and uh, oh and radio zindagi is sponsoring our women Always, and Radio Zindagi is also going to sponsor the 
Miss Teen and Mrs. India USA, Northern California. Uh, Sheena is the director for that, and the winner goes to Miss India USA. And then, if you win that, you go to Miss India Worldwide. Amazing. We're hosting that um, in June, right here in Fremont at the Smith Center. So that's exciting too. Absolutely, yeah. this sounds wonderful. Yeah. What a lovely 2020 you have. Uh, we'll have planned. another show coming as well, but we won't announce it right now because Bikram says not until we find. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I hope he's listening. <laughs> All right, so coming back to candid conversations with Rainu Dillon, our special guest hand. We are yes. going to be talking about uh, her journey. And first, tell me who the person is and what did she win uh, last year and why? Last year, she got nominated by her family to win uh, the Young Female Entrepreneur Award in action. to leave her uh, to explain all of that and you will hear from her introduction there's no reason why she was selected to win the award last year and I'm sure she'll continue <laughs> to win many and I'm so thrilled and so proud to bring on uh, my show today Aditi Bagapali she's currently a senior at the Doty Valley High School in San Ramon she plays volleyball second degree black belt so don't mess with her and she's a dancer to name just a few things she's very passionate about volunteering designing and implementing unique and life changing programs in her community and beyond and i do have to say aditi i know you do lots but i definitely know your mom and your dad raj and vidya contribute a lot i know i i know that so kudos to them some examples of what some of the work she's done is the gate program at the windermere ranch middle school which was the first of its kind in california she's also the founder charter president of the interact club of san ramon valley and she's the founder now of her own 501c organization called will be there foundation she's won numerous awards such as multiple pres- presidential volunteer service awards rotary presidential citation of course the young female inspirational award and for community service and the list is endless But today we bring her on to talk all about genius kids in Mizrano. No. <laughs> <laughs> And how yucky Mizrano used to be. So more kidding. Um she's going to talk about the foundation that she founded in 2017 which is will be there. It's non-profit and the goal of that foundation is to promote leadership, entrepreneurship and volunteerism amongst teenagers. And through this foundation she has interacted with and empowered teenagers to find solutions in the community's mental health problems. So like Yash last week was talking about mental health and gun violence. Um Aditi is going to talk about suicide, anxiety and bullying. Sure. and she's initiated many projects such as a 60 second video contest offering San Ramon and Oakland school district students an opportunity to dra- to address various health issues including depression and vaping so on that note you see that I know oh my god that introduction is you know longer than anything i've I'm heard telling you. yeah so on that note welcome hi thank you for having me i'm so honored to be here and yeah let's get it now you know if you asked me earlier about her uh-huh. i'm watching her just talk she used to be the shy little girl <laughs> i remember her dad bringing her into my school she was shy she was a bit of a rondu really i used to like that i want to leave dad yeah and dad used to be worried like when is she going to settle down and it's just this is what i tell parents you know kudos to them because you know you put your child in the right environment and you were doing public speaking public right speaking. from that age yes mm-hmm. it helps and sometimes you may not see the results right there but hey that pay off. I don't know. <laughs> What do you think? It helped, right? Oh yeah. Definitely. I still like watch those videos of you like <laughs> making me do public speaking and I just I'm so thankful. I, I know there's some of you on YouTube still, right? Yep. Yes, I know. <laughs> yeah, but we don't want to tell your friends yeah. about those, right? Okay. So, let me ask you a question. Um why will be there? Why what what made you do this? I mean, Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um Will Be There Foundation um was first launched in 2017 and it aims to solve the teenage issues in my community as well as build leadership. And um if I were to just say like a trigger point of what 
made me start this foundation. Um, when I was in 10th grade, um, there was an unfortunate incident where a student in my school committed suicide. And this was the first um, type of event where um, it was it was huge. It was like nothing had happened like this before in my community, and no one really knew how to deal with it. And what was the re- how? So he was in tenth grade. What, what uh-huh. ethnicity was he? I'm just he saying. was um, he was Indian actually, and he was, um, Indian. he was a year younger than me. He was he was in ninth grade at the time. And, you know, this incident really brought to light a lot of other problems in our community and um, uh, teenage issues, bullying, drug abuse, a lot of things were brought to light. And and I'm really thankful that um, I'm from a community where we've made strides um, to change um, a lot of these issues, but it's still definitely still there. And um, that's how, you know, We'll Be There was started because I really could not continue to see my fellow peers and students um, hide um, under themselves regarding these teenage issues, and I had to take a stance. So, so what does it do, really? Uh, what does this program do? Is it a, yeah. yeah, so it's a nonprofit organization, and we basically um, run programs and seminars, and re- it's really to bring awareness and educate our community and beyond about these issues and how to address them and how to solve them and what they look like. And... If I were to just give you a few examples, um, we started um, this video contest called the 60-second video contest. And um, this is run in the San Ramon community as well as in an Oakland community. And um, teenagers were given the platform to voice their opinion on any teenage issue they saw in their community. And it was done in a 60-second time frame. And this brought to light so many issues um, mirrored both in the San Ramon and Oakland community. And this really taught me that, you know, teenagers around the world or around different communities are really the same. And there's a lot of issues that are the same. So what was the trend in those videos when people send them in? What did you find was one of the most common things that the kids were addressing? If I were to pinpoint it to one thing, it would be mental health. And um, it would be the lack of education or awareness about mental health, like how to seek help. Um, so how depression? To, yeah, depression or like anxiety. Um, and also like how to address symptoms in yourself and your new peers and how to ask for help. But that was sure. a common re- recurring topic. And um, because this was done after um, such an event like suicide, um, it, you know, it really, a lot more people came, like, used this platform to voice their own concerns and opinions, and um, it was just a really great sight to see. So going back to that unfortunate incident, uh, was there, did anyone find out, was there a letter left, why mm-hmm. did he do what he did? Was it, was it peer pressure for academics? Was it drugs? What was the reason for does anyone know that? There was no um, particular, like, pinpoint reason why because of family privacy. Sure. Um, but, you know, it was so surprising because he was always a kid that was always happy and cheerful, and no one really would have thought that he would be the type of person to do something like this. Um, so, once again, that shed a lot of light on, you know, there's not one specific, like, image of a person who is facing mental illness or depression, and, you know, it it question a lot of things and a lot of good things came out of it. You know, in my uh, last 20 years of doing this, unfortunately I've had very close friends who've lost their children too. Drugs, depression, suicide, and it's, and we still don't want to talk, people mm-hmm. still don't want to talk about it. So you mentioned fi- family privacy, you know, mm-hmm. and one of my messages to all the families out there is, you know, don't keep it that private, because if you do, other kids are never really going to know the reason why, and then, you know, how how do you 
get the help. Yeah. So, do you think that this is, and again, the reason I asked to the ethnicity is because a lot of, uh, you'll be surprised, a lot of Indian families will tell me, oh, you know, that my kids, the Indian kids don't take drugs, Indian mm-hmm. kids don't rape, they don't smoke. No, and Indian kids are very good at taking uh, pressure. Yeah, 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 they handle yeah. pressure very, very well. well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They can do multitasking, they can do, you know, they can right. do all AP classes, no problem, sure. whatever. Yeah. With activities. Mm-hmm. So right. do you find that as a community, because, you know, in San Ramon you have Indians, you have uh, Asian, Chinese, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, mainstream. Do you find uh, one particular ethnicity always putting more pressure than necessary? Do you, th- mm, uh, I do would you see a trend on that? Um, it would be kind of like biased for me to answer this question because I come from a community where it's like the school is 70% Asian, but I would say that um, because... That's because all the free yeah. ones to you, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true for all of Bay Area, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Um, yeah. But I would say that um, in my school specifically because the environment is like that, and I would have to credit Asians for um, creating an environment where it's like perfection is... It's it's what we we go for always, and um, I would say that there is no particular ethnicity. It's just like the environment that we are in. Um, but I, you know, once again, I'm lucky enough to have like the resources and the opportunity to go and voice my own opinion um, in a school like mine or in a district like mine. And um, pr- progress has been made in that. You know, we're not going to allow. It's like younger uh, younger classmen to take a certain amount of APs or, you know, um, we're going to have stress release weeks and we're going to have like therapy vamas or something come into huh. school. And there's a lot of like things that have been put into place, but I, um, you know, it's just the school environment is like that for me. It is, right. Tell yeah. us a little bit about, you know, the teenage, you know, not just from your, uh, you know, San Ramon, but this age is very, you know, you're humble and then, you know, don't want to talk to parents. But at the same time, there's a lot of pressure, like we spoke about, you know, bullying and, you know, pressures of studies. What are the, you know, what are your learnings from your Will Be There program than from your other peers and what, how do you help them? The first thing that I have to say is that um, we are really not alone. We always feel like we're alone, and we always tend to suffer in silence. Um, you know, people are not really open to talk about it um, in the, in, like, when you're a teenager because yeah. you always, especially with the rise of social media, everyone wants to post, like, the best things that are happening in their life. And, um, you know, it's really hard to open up and be yourself sometimes because you're always trying to live this persona of someone else. Yeah. And... Um, you know, if I were to just say one thing to the teenage community, it's that, you know, we're all going through the same things. We all have those times in our lives where we face um, hard issues and we don't want to come to terms with things. Or, you know, like, since I'm a senior, college rejections and decisions yeah. and seeing where other people go and comparing yourself to other people. So, um, you know, really, it's we're really young, if I were to say anything, and um, we have a long way to go. And I think... You know, try to live in the present more and stop focusing and planning so much about what you want in the future. Just kind of go with the flow and, you know, rely on other people to uh, go with you along the way. And, you know, I'll really be honest, now at 60, I can mm-hmm. t- definitely say this because I grew up with similar pressures, you know, and you're com- always compared, oh, so-and-so is going here and, and probably yeah. not as much as the pressures you guys go through. But I'm not saying going to the right college is not important. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course, Ivy League, all that. But... I've been hiring now for years. You know, I've been doing hiring for years. And let me tell you, it's, and I wish all the parents would listen to me out there. If I had two resumes on the table and one was an Ivy League and one was not an Ivy League, I would call them both in for an interview. And I'll tell you, nine out of ten times, the one with an Ivy League has the most unimpressive personality. 
and mm-hmm. I will hire the personality. And what I look for, so just straight off the bat, you know, when it comes to actually going out into the real world and making a career for yourself, it's your first impressions, it's how you speak, how you present yourself. You walk through the door and you've already decided, I want this person to represent my company versus the one that comes in with multiple degrees. Mm-hmm. I mean, today I spent all afternoon hiring and I cannot even begin to tell you how personality came into effect, and especially for teaching. Mm-hmm. For me right now, you could be from Stanford, but if you, you're not going to connect with those kids, I don't want you. Yeah. So, Rina, going back to yeah. you, what is your message to parents? You know, there is Padai academics that comes to us out of the box. So what are the things that uh, parents of today should focus on? You know, um, I'm not saying college is not important. Sure. It is. College is very important, right? We all want our kids to go to college. But it's not everything in uh-huh. life. You know, you let your kids pursue what they're good at. So, for example, if somebody has a calling in non-profit, Mm-hmm. Just giving an example, yeah. you're calling a non-profit and you want to build this organization, you want to take it to another level. Okay, you'll go to college, you'll get discipline or whatever. But, you know, if you already have those disciplines already in you, you may not need that, you know. Right. Sometimes it's just that uh, belief in your, your dream and making your dream happen. So, okay. yes, yes, I know a lot of parents will get upset, especially Indian parents, oh, my kid wants to go to college. But there are many people out there that have become super successful without going to college. So yeah. don't force that on your child look at your child every child is different you could have two siblings who are completely different one who just wants to study and wants to go that way and the other one may not want to we brought like musicians on and you know give them a chance to pursue their passions and dreams don't suppress them that's what I say and keep the communication open I think it's so important and you know don't sit there as you know I mean literally I've had parents sit with me and go oh I can't my daughter can't find a husband she just doesn't date and I'm sitting there going "Uh, actually your daughter does date I know all about it (laughs) (laughs) But uh, you need to wake up. You know, get on social media, you'll see what she's doing. Um, I think as parents, we need to be aware of things. Teachers need to be aware of things, you know. And like you said, you know, kids, you're not you're not alone. Yeah. And if we can be, you know, verbalize our experience is so important. Yeah, sure. Uh, talking about communication, tell us how, how can communication help in teens who are going through things and it's, it can be hard to come out and, you know, talk to people and talk, talking to parents is out. I think uh, teenagers don't want to talk to <laughs> their parents, right? So uh-huh. uh, why is communication important and how to make, uh, you know, have that dialogue? I think communication of any type is important, whether it's with your peers or with your parents or, you know, in your school environment or on social media. Um, I think it's really important to not only create a, create a safe space, but also be someone who's a listener to other stories. And, um, you know, if I were to say one thing to parents um, or to viewers who are listening to this, I would say, you know, you need to take the first step because things are not going to you know, your student or your um, teenager is not going to be the first one to come to you and open up unless there's, like, an issue or a problem. Right. And, um, you know, creating, like, a safer environment where you are willing to not only listen to their side of the story, but, you know, add, you know, relevant um, things to their conversation. Like, for example, if I were to give the topic of, like, vaping, which is such a huge thing in my school right now, um, if a student were to come to you and say, hey, um, you know, sh- I, should I do this? You know, there's students and I, like, I have peers who are also doing this. And I think the parent should be someone who is ready to have that conversation, you know, you know, just, like explain that when you choose a choice, you have to choose the consequence as well. And um, I, I think really 
if I were to make one thing very clear from this, it would be that creating an environment where you are safe to speak is really important, not only for the student, but also for the parent to avoid problems in the future. Yeah, very nicely said. I yeah. think a kid is not going to come to yeah. you unless you yeah. have an open door yeah. policy. Yeah, very yeah. nicely said. Open door policy. Yeah. Not, they, they, they shouldn't think that you're going to judge them or you're going to react on them. And right. that's hard from a parent's <laughs> point of view. Yeah. I'll tell you one thing, because I'm also the reactionary parent. Yeah. It's hard. You know, your first reaction I know, but it's, that's your first reaction. But if sure. you step back, we got to remember that when we were growing up, I mean, we, you know, I didn't even, when I read up vaping, I'm like, mm. what? Yeah. You know, for me, it's smoking mm-hmm. cigarettes. When kids argue with me and say it's not, but yeah. it is. It is. Yeah. For me, hookah is the same thing. Mm. You know, I get uh, kids argue with me that hookah is not smoking. To me, it's just, it's all the same thing. You're doing something like that. Yeah. But that's my personal thought, you know, and I think it's it's important not to be so judgmental these yeah. days. Mm-hmm. All right. But, um, so going back to your organization, um, you founded it in 2017. Um, what help do you need? Because I think it's a fabulous idea. What is it going to take to make will be there yeah. become will be there for everybody? <laughs> it's already there. Yeah. yeah, already there. And we're going to be there and we're going to stay there. So. To make the goal of will be there, being there for you, um, we, you know, we really conduct like seminars and programs and a lot of outreach um, programs where we like also help or partner with other communities. I mean, other um you know, organizations in my community. And um, if I were to say anything, I'm really striving to not make Will Be There like the top most like nonprofit organization there is, but to really create something like a ripple effect where if I can change like one person's life um, through one program or seminar, and if it impacts them enough, they would definitely go and help other people and so on and so forth. So I think if I were, if my main goal right now is to not be the top, but to really create awareness and education about, you know, severe teenage issues, which will not only affect you now, but in the future, and, you know, create, creating safe environments as well. Do you have, like, a number that people can call you? Or a website. I have a website. Yeah, yeah. Okay. If you would like to donate, um, it's willbethere.org, O-R-G, slash donate. Um, and on the website, you can also see all of our um, past engagements, as well as, like, YouTube videos from, like, the 60 second video contest um, future uh, programs and so on and so forth and what wow. if uh, let's say if I was a kid and I needed some help mm-hmm. is there a number that I can call and speak to privately yes there are actually like national suicide hotlines as well as um, you know there are a lot of it, it's really surprising how there's a lot of help but it's not really pu- like publicized yeah. Yeah. and um the first thing that comes to mind is the suicide hotline. But if you Google that, um, or there's a, there's so many more hotlines, um, and even on like online chats that people are like twenty twenty four seven like willing to chat with you, even if they, even if they don't know you. So it's really awesome. Yeah, I think it's the lack of awareness that needs to be called out here. Otherwise, you're you're still just uh, so uh, you know worried about your own things that right. you've not bothered to do that. Mm-hmm. So uh, very nicely said. You must be the only Asian kid who said I don't want to be the top. How can you not? <laughs> want to I be on top yeah but I like w- your yeah. philosophy behind it that you know even if they can make change one person's life that goes yeah. a long way yeah. so uh, nicely j- uh, done uh, Reno yeah. congratulations <laughs> on another beaming, I'm beaming with pride again what Absolutely. can I tell you um, Aditi in closing we have a few minutes mm-hmm. uh, your message to all your listeners all your friends any special shout outs to anyone yeah um, definitely special shout out to my family you know I've you know I've been the person that's always been um, into everything whether it's like swimming 
karate, volleyball. On your own or were you pushed? No, I actually was like all by my own, but I'm so glad to have parents that were like supporting and encouraging to do this, to do this, do that. Um, black belt? Black belt. So wow. Don't you think all girls should have oh, done that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely. I definitely Especially in so. this time and age, it's yes. something very important that we should definitely stress. And, you know, um, I'm really lucky to have like people that support me always. And um, if I could be someone like that for someone else, I think that's all that I'm trying to be in my life. Well, you know, kudos to you. Congratulations <laughs> to be able to do this and still continue with your studies and mm. and aspire to be, you know, pursue your dreams. I don't know what to say. I mean, I would, didn't have these kind of ideas when I was little. So. <laughs> yeah, every time I see, like, last time Yash and this time Aditi, I'm like, oh my God, they're just, what, how old are you again? I'm 17. And the clarity <laughs> in where they're going, the way they're headed, and amazing. I think it's so funny. Thank you, social media. Now that I've been bringing some of my prodigy genius kids, other genius kids, are, they're emerging wow. out and they're sending me messages <laughs> now. Even the naughty boys. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Rainer, I know I used to be really naughty, but I've done something uh-huh. really good now. Uh, bring me on your show. So it's really exciting to see that. Uh, thank you so much. No thank you. So we much. have a few minutes. I yeah. to tell us how she was uh, yeah. when she was little. <laughs> adorable little young. Very adorable. Always a very pretty young little lady. Very tall. Always very tall. Okay. <laughs> and uh, yes, her parents are tall, so she's tall. But she, in the, initially she had this uh, separation anxiety, especially with her dad. I think she's daddy's girl. I really am. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> are you shy? Are you still shy? And no, um, no I've, I've definitely grown out of that phase. But if I were to say something, um, my parents used to pick me up directly from school and drive me to Genius Kids and almost every day I would cry. No offense to Ms. Yeah. Renu, but I was kind of scared of her. But initially I was scared, but um, I grew out of it, definitely. Yeah. I'm yeah. due to like public seating classes and right. yeah. just making more friends. Yeah, because, I don't you know, blame you. I'm scared of her. When kids cry, you have to do it. So parents would say, you know, it's okay. Don't put on stage. And I say, I have to overcome this fear. Mm-hmm. Right. And I have to say, you can do it and you will do it. My grandson cries every day. <laughs> Even now? <laughs> Even now. And grandma yeah. says, all right. Yeah. This yeah. is very nice and thank you so much. Aditi for being here. This is amazing. Thank you for having me. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Renu, for a wonderful guest and I'll see you next week. Next week. All right. This was Candid Conversations with Renu Dillon. We will see you next week. Stay tuned to Radio Zindagi.